0: Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this football season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports, including MLB, boxing, golf, and my personal favorite, MMA. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet online as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's mindset, as well as a little bit of food for thought about a big goal that I just accomplished and what it meant to me and, and why it is I did it. So without further ado, let's get right to it. So this past Memorial Day, and back in May, I embarked on a workout. There's a workout uh, called the Murph, and I'll get a little bit into what it's for in just a moment. But uh, the Murph, for those uninitiated, is a one-mile run followed by a hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, three hundred squats, and then another mile run. You do all of that while wearing a twenty-pound weighted vest. Now, I had never done the Murph before, but uh, the Murph—let's get into its history a little bit. Uh, named after Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy uh, of the United States Navy SEALs, um, I'm going to get a little bit into his history and everything in just a moment. But this is like his trademark workout. And um, it's done often on Memorial Day in his honor because he gave his life in service of this country. So I think best thing to talk about now would be who Michael P. Murphy is and then why the Murph is something that we do. So Lieutenant Michael Murphy, I'm going to read the bio right from the website, TheMurphChallenge.com. So Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy was a SEAL. He was the officer in charge of a four-man SEAL element in support of Operation Red Wings. Tasked with finding a key anti-coalition militia leader near Islamabad, Afghanistan, shortly after inserting into the objective area, the seals were spotted by three goat herders who were initially detained and then released. It is believed the goat herders immediately reported the seals to the presence of the Taliban. So I just want to touch on that for a second before moving on to bio. That alone, to me, spoke to, spoke to me about the man. Uh, you know, rules of engagement: you don't you don't attack civilians. But there are these three men that he finds that are civilians. And the balancing act they had to play mentally was this, him and his fellow soldiers, his fellow SEALs. Either you break the rules of engagement, you do something that is morally wrong, and you take the life of these three goat herders. Or you potentially put your own life in risk to do what is morally the right thing, to do the thing that will allow you to sleep at night. And we know which one he did. To me, that speaks that speaks volumes about the man, even more than what continues to happen as, as uh, things move on. So, progressing through his bio here, a fierce gun battle ensued on the steep face of the mountain between the seals and a much larger larger enemy force. Despite the intensity of the firefight and severing grave gunshot wounds himself, Murphy is credited with risking his own life to save the lives of his teammates. Murphy intent on making contact with headquarters, but realizing this would be impossible in the extreme terrain where they were fighting, unhesitatingly, and with complete disregard for his own life, moved into the open, where he gained a better position to transmit a call that might get help for his men. Moving away from the protective mountain rocks, he knowingly exposed himself to increased enemy gunfire. This deliberate and heroic act deprived him of cover and made him a target for his enemy. While continuing to be fired upon, Lieutenant Murphy made contact with the SOF Quick Reaction Force at the Bagram Air Force Base and requested assistance. He calmly provided his unit's location and the size of the enemy force while requesting immediate support for his team. At one point, he was shot in the back, causing him to drop the transmitter. Murphy picked it up, completed the call, and continued firing at the enemy who was closing in. Severely wounded, Lieutenant Murphy returned to his cover position with his men and continued the battle. Lieutenant Murphy fought on, allowing one member of his team, Marcus Luttrell, to escape before he was killed. For his selfless actions, Lieutenant Murphy was posthumously awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor on October 27, 2007. We honor his, ha- his sacrifice and memory through the Murph Challenge. Find out more about Michael P. Murphy at the Memorial Foundation created in his name. So. There we have a little bit of bio on the man, and and that's just for, again from the website, the Murph Challenge, which is a foundation created in his honor, and um, you know a little more background I happen to know from further research in the subject. It's estimated that Lieutenant Murphy was shot 14 times between being undercover and when he made that that fateful call. And his last words on the call, again after being shot numerous times, his last words were "Thank you, thank you." For- Like, what does that that say about this man? What does this say about who he is as a hero? Now, of course, this touches me even more because he is a Long Islander as well. He grew up, he was born, I believe, I may be getting this backwards, but don't quote me on it exactly, but he was born in Patchogue, raised in Smithtown, or the other way around. Either way, um, two towns that I hold near near and dear to my heart, one being the home of my school, the other being the home of Flex Fights, just uh, a very local man and a, a local hero. So every year, people do this workout on Memorial Day in his honor. So in in reading about why the Murph Challenge has grown, uh, again, I'm going to read right from their website, uh, because it is often done as a fundraising event. The particular thing I did was not a fundraising event, and I'll get into into why and how a little bit later. But again, I want to say the first part of this episode uh, entirely for Lieutenant P. Murphy, at any rate. Uh, right from the their website again, the themurfchallenge.com. Uh, how the event has grown, all for a good cause. The Murph Challenge is the official annual fundraiser of the Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy Memorial Scholarship Foundation, presented by FORGED. It is, in, it is also one of the primary means of funding for the foundation on an annual basis. Your support is what drives our success. Since 2014, FORGED has raised over $1.8 million dollars for the Lt. Michael P. Murphy Memorial Scholarship Foundation through the Murph Challenge campaign. In 2021, the Murph Challenge fundraiser raised more than $300,000 in order to finalize the construction on the Lt. Michael P. Murphy Navy Seal Museum slash Sea Cadet training facility on Long Island, New York. In addition, that and, and only with such overwhelming support and success, the foundation awarded 34 scholarships in twenty twenty one, with the addition of three new scholarships, one at St. Joseph's College to a veteran for an undergraduate or graduate studies, and two new scholarships at Rocky Point High School on Long Island in memory of Marine Sergeant Robert A. Poole, who was killed in action in Iraq. It is important to remember that the Murph Challenge is more than just a workout. It is a tradition that helps us push, helps push us, humble us, and allow us the opportunity to dedicate a bit of pain and sweat in the honor of Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy, Seal, a man who sacrificed everything he had for our freedom. Join us this year as we continue to help keep his legacy alive through the Murph Challenge. Once you register, you will not only be pledging to participate in the Hero Wad Murph, uh, the Hero Workout of the Day, the Murph, joining a unique group of participants who pay tribute to Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy, you will also be joining in contributing to a prestigious organization founded by the Murphy family. After completing the Murph Challenge, each registrant will be asked to return the, to the Murph submit their Murph time to compare their achievement with other participants worldwide. All times will be displayed at the official worldwide leader, leaderboard found at the Murph From that board, the top five men and top five women will be recognized for their efforts. We invite you to join countless other participants to hashtag take the challenge. Registration for the Murph Challenge 2022 opens April 1st. So, once again, just a summary of the foundation uh, of the Murph challenge and what it's all about and so forth and uh not exactly why I did it um you know I, I was raised in a family where both of my grandfathers were veterans of World War II. I was raised with great esteem for them to hold the military in great esteem and I I still do and when I learned about this story and more importantly where I learned about this workout and why it's done and what it was done for it's something that I said to myself you know that's something I would like to. To, to take part in and it's something again done on Memorial day, typically like that's, that's the big time to do it is Memorial day. So I, I ordered myself a pull up bar. Cause I didn't have one. I hadn't been a pull a single pull up before my, my, my first Murph um, did order my pull up bar, installed it where it needed to be, got my weighted vest because I had one, but it was kind of junky. It didn't strap really tight. So every time I ran, bounced, bounced the, the metal hit my chest, but <laughs> nonetheless I ordered myself a better, uh, I uh, better waited best. And I made the commitment to myself that this was what I was gonna do. And on that Monday, Memorial Day, it's funny. Um i i've been kind of bugging my wife a little bit, like because she's an engineer, she's very into like any kind of installs or anything that we do in the house. She gets upset if I do it by myself. She wants to be there to make sure it's done right, which I understand. But nonetheless, um so I was bugging her and bugging her and bugging her, <laughs> putting this bullet bar, because it arrived probably about about a week or so before I was ready to do the Murph, And then finally, the day of the Murph, we happen to have tickets to a baseball game with my father. And uh, we set out uh, to to like, on the day, I'm like, all right, first thing we got to do, we got to install this pull-up bar. And she fought me a little bit. Oh, well, relax, it's a day off. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, I know, but I'm doing this workout, so I need this pull-up bar. So finally, it's, it's about two hours before the game. And we go downstairs to set out and set up the pull-up bar. And we set it up and we, we play with where we want to place it. And finally, we place it and we test it. Okay, it's good enough. And she's like, wait, so you're still, uh, she's like, all right, so you're going to do your workout, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'm going to do it. So I put the the weighted vest on, I, I put on a, you know, a hat and some shorts and I set out to do it. And, and I completed it. And it was tough. It was really tough. I did the first mile, the first mile. Okay, it is what it is. You know, I've been running quite a bit leading into that point. I just done the 5k for my school back in May, so it wasn't that, the first bit of running wasn't that huge. Sure, the 20-pound weight vest made a difference, for sure. Like, I was like, wow, this is a very hard mile. But that wasn't the hardest part for me. Then get downstairs, start doing the pull-ups, you know, break everything to sets, 10 sets, 10 pull-ups, 20 push-ups, 300 squats, uh, excuse me, 30 squats, 10 times over. And the push-ups and the squats, I, I can't say I wasn't worried about, but didn't strike me as being the hardest part. Like I said, I hadn't done a single pull-up before attempting to do this Murph. So I, I did it, uh, You know, I, I banged out all 10 sets and then I went out for the second run. And uh, going out for that second run, it was funny, one of my other friends, Sensei Mike Stein who runs the Rego Park School, he and I both did the Murph uh, unbeknownst to each other. We didn't know that we had both done it that day until afterwards. And then um, he's, he, he and I were we were talking about it afterwards, like, man, that second mile, that second mile because you have run a mile in a weighted vest, you've done all these push-ups, these pull-ups, and you ran a first mile, and you did all those squats, all wearing on this weighted vest. And now you're beat. You've been working for, you know, I think a good Murph time is, is less than an hour. You've been working in that 45-minute range, and man, it's hard. So you get ready for that second mile, and it is tough. And I'm not going to lie to you and pretend like I sprinted that whole last mile. I certainly didn't. You know, there, there was periods of jogging, walking, jogging, walking, jogging, walking. But just because I was determined to finish what I set out to do, and I did exactly that. And after I finished the workout, I uh, I finished it. I looked at my wife after finishing, I'm like, man, I got to do that more often. That was that was really hard. And she goes, you should do one a week every week from now until Labor Day. And I said, well, that sounds like a challenge. And thus, my little personal challenge was born, which I'm going to get right back into. But firstly, I want to touch on magic mind. This episode, just like every other, is brought to you by Magic Mind. Magic Mind is the world's first productivity shot. It's a simple one-ounce shot taken right alongside of or in place of your morning coffee. Each shot contains 12 active ingredients designed to stimulate focus, creativity, energy, and motivation, while decreasing stress and oxidation. Even better, Magic Mind helps to decrease post-exercise inflammation in the body for athletes just like us. For your daily dose of matcha, nootropics and adaptogens, go to magicmind.co slash sensei and use promo code sensei20 for an additional 20% off. And then make sure you subscribe for even more savings. Once again, that's magicmind.co slash sensei, use promo code sensei20 for an additional 20% off and don't forget to subscribe. Even more savings that way. Magic Mind, do more, stress less. So back to my personal challenge, That I laid out for myself. I said to myself, "I'm going to do this workout." You know, after my wife laid it out there, oh, you should do it once a week, every week until Labor Day. You're on, okay. And uh, it's funny; she she now says later on, "Oh, yeah, that was that was a joke. I didn't think you were taking me seriously." Well, I did, and uh, I took it very seriously as well. And um, you know, there were some times when uh, during the 15 weeks there, I, you know, it was a crazy week. I was, you know, beat up from X, Y, or Z, you know, this was going on, that was going on, you know, this craziness in our life or whatever. And I, you know, would still make sure that I got that workout in. I found a way, you know, it's funny, Thursday and Friday became Murph Day just by the nature of my training schedule and, uh, you know, all the other things I have going on during the week. It just happened to be the way that it would work out. And I, it's funny, despite planning against it quite quite often, it would always be the he- the hottest day of the week that the Murph would seem to fall on, and um, you know I'll give credit where credit is due for a significant portion of them since mid June or so. Uh, my nephew has been here. My nephew Kai has been here with me, and Kai has taken part in just about every murf with me from mid June until Labor Day. He missed uh, three or four, I think, but even still, not that important. Obviously, I didn't hold him to the same standards as me. You know, he didn't try to do you know the, the 100 200 and 300 of the pull-ups the push-ups and the squats you know he i would do my 10 pull-ups then while i was doing my push-ups he'd do however many pull-ups he could do and we'd work it that way you know he would just follow me and however many he could do and by the end he was doing a decent push-up and a, a decent squat and it's funny the first week he really he couldn't even run that first mile he didn't have the stamina and by the end the last couple, one of the last ones he did with me, he takes off running out of the driveway. I'm like, man, this guy is ready to, to kill it. And he sprinted with me. And it was, it was an awesome experience. It really, it really was pretty awesome. I thought, um, I'm happy that I did it. But really, what it meant for me, uh, and this is really what I wanted to touch on today. Now that I've gotten past Michael P. Murphy and the exact challenge and what it was, like I said, I wanted to complete one a week every week for Memorial Day of Labor. Day, and I did exactly that. And uh, this past Friday was the final of my MRFs for this challenge. It certainly will be my last MRF ever. I will certainly be doing that again in the future because I believe that, you know, doing something that, that's, doing something that's that's incredibly difficult like that is incredibly valuable. And that was, that'll kind of lead me into where I wanted to go in terms of my experience with it and why I did it and um, what it has to do with, because I had this conversation with my nephew quite a little, quite a few times while we were doing the MRF and while he was, you know, not like looking for a way out, but looking for a little distraction. What happened quite frequently, is he asked me on more than one occasion, who is who is Murph named after? Okay. Murph is named after Michael P. Murphy. Who's Michael P. Murphy? And I would tell him the story again and again and again. And I, you know, I read from the Wikipedia page, and I let him know, like, he's right from, from here on Long Island. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, his great aunt, um, my wife's aunt, knows uh, – Michael P. Murphy's father, Very, she's involved with him. Um, she describes him as a pain in the neck, but I think that's kind of par for the course. When your son is a SEAL, I think you've got to be pretty, pretty stern too. But nonetheless, um, I explained it to him numerous times. And he's like, so why do you do this? And I'm like, I do it because it's hard. I do it because it's difficult. Because every week, it's something, not necessarily to dread, because it wasn't dreadful, but that little like, ah." <sighs> task I had to have in the week, right? That little thing that maybe I wasn't necessarily looking forward to, that I had to sometimes get over the mental hurdle to do. And that part was valuable. That part was extraordinarily valuable. I am a firm believer in doing something tough, as often as possible. I think tough things are so valuable to us as human beings. And I think it's something that we are coddled from, quite honestly. We live, we live, in the greatest time to be alive. I mean, you know, if we, if you think about how different our lives would be if we were in the exact same station in life for 20 years ago, life would be so much different. The way I would run my school 20 years ago would be so much different than how I run it now. Here's a simple example. My school's paperless. Couldn't do that 20 years ago. Didn't exist. The, the vast majority of my communication with my students is done via text message. Wouldn't happen twenty years ago. Now, and no, go back in history. This, there's so many comforts that we have, and it's funny. Like we, we get upset sometimes, and I find myself even getting upset sometimes. You know, I'm looking at something on my phone, and it's not loading fast, and I'm like, like I'm getting ready to come, get so angry at it. But then I have to remember that, like, to make myself sound really old here. When I was a kid, if I wanted to find out something, I better hope that the encyclopedia set that was in my parents' house had it in there, because if it didn't, then I wasn't going to find out about this thing. I would have had to go to the library and be in search of a different book to try to look it up. And it would have been hours of research instead of seconds of typing. So because we live in the most comfortable time to be alive, I mean, again, I could go on and on about how comfortable our lives are. That's not to say that life is not difficult, it certainly is, but compare the difficulties that we have now versus at any other time in history, the difficulties are much different. And a lot of them are a lot easier. We don't have to toil all day for one meal to eat. You know, even if uh, all, all you could do meal-wise was the cheapest stuff at the supermarket, you could still do it. There's still, there's programs out there to feed you even if you are hungry. So it's not to say that those things aren't difficult because they are. But there is so much difficulty taken away from life, just by the nature of how the world is today, that when we take the time and make the time to voluntarily go through difficulty, we are choosing struggle. And choosing struggle is super important for human beings, super important, because the average human being is not going to choose struggle. We choose comfort. Think about what most people do when they get home from work. Most people get home from work, they get out of their work clothes, they put on their comfy clothes, uh, you know, they make their food or whatever, and they plop themselves in the couch. That's like the very definition of comfort. Comfy clothes, comfy place to sit in front of the TV. Like the, the, that is comfiness. <laughs> That's comfort in a nutshell, right? But by voluntarily making time to avoid comfort, to actively move in the other direction from comfort, you are bettering yourself. You are making yourself stronger. Because, like I said, it's not as though life is, is, is easy. There's still plenty of difficulty in life. Plenty of things that are hard. And there are things that we can't choose whether or not we're going to take part in them or whether or not they're going to be hard. They're just going to be. And we're going to be left with it. And in those moments, we're going to have to rely on something. We're going to have to lean on something. And if we have not made the time to go through difficult things, then we don't have the tools that are necessary to conquer those moments and conquering those moments is so important because think about every tough moment if you're a parent think about every tough moment every crisis your family has ever faced since you've been a parent and think about the choices that you've had you could let your kids know all about it you could put it right out in the open for or you could wear you could carry it secretly right my parents went through plenty of stuff. I didn't know about any of it. Now, is that because my parents, you know, were the toughest human you know, beings in the world? No, they were great parents. They were great about carrying the burdens that were their responsibility and sheltering me from the things that were not my responsibility. And sure, as, as life has gone on, there have been more things that are my, more my responsibility. So the world is a different place as it should be for, for an adult versus a kid. But In life, we are going to face difficulty. We cannot change that. We can't. But if we are unprepared for those moments, how are we going to act? You'll never know. Until you force yourself to do something difficult. There's a joke running around the world these days that says, before you live with somebody, before you decide to uh, to, to propose to your significant other or whatever, see how they act with slow Wi-Fi. I laugh, but I agree. You wanna see how that person deals with some struggle. And maybe wi fi is not the silly answer, yes. But there are plenty of things you can do with somebody where you can see who they are in the face of crisis because that's the part that matters. Who are they in the face of difficulty? Who are they in the face of crisis? That's the part that matters. Who are you in the face of crisis? Who are you in the face of difficulty? And that's why I chose to do this difficult challenge. I chose to do it specifically because it was difficult, not because I'm the toughest guy in the whole world, not because I'm some kind of you know, awesome, uh, none of that. Do I think I'm tougher now having done it? Of course. Any human being that goes through difficulty by choice is gonna to be tougher than a human being that doesn't. So I'm definitely stronger mentally than I was back in May. of course I am. How could I not be? But, I'm a mortal man like any other. And all that anybody has to do in order to do the same thing is to challenge themselves to something difficult. That's what martial arts is great about. Because every class, we seek the moments that are difficult. We train all class to get to the hardest parts of class. Not because they're the most enjoyable, but because of what they're going to do for our mindset. And that is what makes the difference. That's what makes a martial artist successful in everything that they do. That's why they wind up in amazing shape. That's why they do better in their career. That's why their homes find more order. Not because their sensei is a magician. I'm not a magician. I just help them find those tough moments. And when you find those tough moments and you conquer those tough moments, you are better for it. No ifs, ands, or buts. So before I close out today, I wanted to touch on one other thing, another challenge that I rolled right into because I wouldn't be me if I didn't make things difficult for myself again in some way. So I rolled my MRF challenge right into the next challenge that I'm taking part in, which is the 30 mile dog walking challenge uh, run by USAA to stop soldier suicide. So basically the challenge is you have one month to walk your dogs 30 miles. Um, I took my last two MRF miles, and I brought my dogs with me, so that kind of was my first tail, and then I've walked them a bunch ever since. That was this past Friday. It is currently Tuesday, as I sit here and record. I've recorded 7.4 miles, if I recall, to this point. Uh, my goal is not just to reach 30 miles, but to get as far above 30 miles as I can within the month. But the more important thing is I want to raise, I want to raise awareness, and more importantly, some donations for this great cause. So this podcast is free, it will always be free. Um, but if you guys could do me a favor, you know, of course, click to the sponsors, that's gonna help. But r- located right up here in my link tree, link tree, in case you're listening to just the audio, link T-R-E-E slash Sensei Leonelli, go on there. I'm gonna have a link to my fundraiser in there. If you guys can click through and donate something, anything helps. Just a little bit of money towards that great cause would mean a lot to me. I'd certainly appreciate it if you could do that. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, sensei-leonelli at gmail.com. Let me know if you're liking the new video podcast. I It's not much more work for me now, and I'll continue to do it if you guys are getting something from it. Uh, also, you can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find out more about all of the places I'm, I'm connected to on the internet here on my link tree. I gave it to you before, but here is again linktr.ee link slash sensei You can also get more information on the upcoming flex fights card, uh, which will be uh, this coming Saturday. You can order the pay per view there and everything else uh, right through my link tree. You can find my school online at tsk. Oh, T- uh, yeah, come on, this side. tsk.com and find out more about the Tiger Showman's organization as a whole at tsk.com dot com. You can see it right there. You can find my school on Facebook or Facebook we're on facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. Uh, like I said, find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com right over there. there. All right. As always, um, please make sure to find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Other than that, my friends, until next week, Please make sure that you invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the map. Make sure you guys leave your rate and review. Subscribe Get your new episodes every Wednesday. Make sure you give the, the video a watch if you haven't already. It's on YouTube. I'd love to see what you guys think about it. Um, as also, check out Murfchallenge.com So that way you guys can be a little bit more part of what I talked about today. Visit this episode's sponsors. And like I said, if you guys can donate to my fundraiser, I'd certainly appreciate it. Until next time, my friends, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the map.